Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the It Gets Easier podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. I feel like I say that every time, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) All right, so this might sound a little different today. I'm currently recording on my phone. As you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I have been sick. I had a really bad sinus infection, was having really, like, just really bad throat stuff, couldn't talk very well. So the Monday episode has obviously been delayed if you're listening to it now. I'm hoping to have this up soon. I don't know this. Currently, Thursday night. And I feel really bad because I always told myself I was going to be like super on top of things and always have stuff recorded and things like, to be honest, life just became hectic and I just was not keeping up with stuff. And I was like, I'll be able to keep up with it. And then life came and gave me a cold and was not able to keep up with it. (laughs) But that is not an excuse. That is just me being real. And that is kind of what this episode is going to be. It's going to be a lot about just, like, it's going to be very different in terms of, like, it's not going to be a very, like, how am I saying this? It's not going to be, like, one of the super well put together, like, cookie cutter things. It's going to be very much, like, a word vomit type of episode where I'm just going to kind of say what's going on in my mind. Like, I have a topic in mind that I want to talk about. But this is going to be more of like a word vomit type where I'm like not really thinking about it. I'm just going to be kind of talking as I'm recording this. It's not going to be like a ton of edit, a ton of like things like that. So if you're in for an episode like that, if you like an episode like this, let me know at the end. Send me a message, DM, comment, whatever. But yeah, so this episode is going to be a little different. Like I said, it's going to be more of like a word vomit type thing. And in this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about coming from Thanksgiving is gratitude and things that you're thankful for in your lives. Because for me, coming in this, like, in this time in my life, I'm very thankful of where I'm at in my life. Especially thinking back to where I was years ago and thinking of, like, my my mental health journey and how bad things were at times. Like, when I was at my worst I've talked about this, like, I've talked about how I did not want to get out of bed. I would just, like, I remember at times just laying in my bed and just crying and just feeling, like, what am I doing? Like, I don't, like, I don't want to do anything. I'm too afraid for things to happen. So I just kind of, like, hid in myself and didn't really talk about things with anybody. But now I feel like I still kind of keep things to myself at times but I feel like I'm more open to talking to people after going to therapy and doing those different things but let just to preface that when I was at like my darkest point I was not doing therapy at that point I was very much just like I almost almost like I think in a denial type thing where I was like I'm fine there's nothing wrong with me I don't need to do anything but like it eventually got to the point where I was like I can't live like this anymore, which led to me going to therapy, getting help, medication, all that good stuff. But like I said, looking back on those times, I'm so grateful now to not be in that place. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where like 
there are setbacks where you start to feel like really anxious again and different things. I've had those multiple times since then. Like I think like, oh, I'm great. Everything's great now. And then like you do have those setbacks where you don't feel so great anymore. And that's normal with anxiety. That's normal for any type of mental health. Things are not always rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. They're not. Anyone that's telling you that it is is lying. Mental health is not a linear path. It's very roller coaster, very up and down. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have good times. It's about not necessarily not having the bad times, but it's learning how to cope with those bad times so that the bad times sometimes don't last as long. But a lot of times those bad times can depend on things that are going on in your life, whether it be a death in the family or whether it be something very traumatizing because that's another thing trauma is something that everyone grieves with and heals from differently so it's very unrealistic to have a set timeline of like well this person died such and such day so you should be better in like two months like no that's not how it works everyone's health journey is different and it's not fair to judge yourself based upon like where you think you should be you are where you're at and you have to be grateful that you're on this journey at all because a lot of times some people don't get the chance to be on that journey and it's important to be grateful for even being alive sometimes because we had a um I've talked about this I work as a group therapist at with children all the between ages of like six and like 17 generally the kids i work with are anywhere between the age group that i have my specific group is more of like eight nine year old eight nine ten year olds but we just had with thanksgiving we had different lessons on like gratitude and different things like that and like we would ask kids like what are you grateful for and like one of them actually did say like they're grateful just to be alive and i think that's just so special and it's something that I think a lot of people take for granted is the fact that there are people who aren't alive. And it's so important to just be grateful that you are alive because there are people that have passed away that I'm sure would have loved to have lived more life. So it's so important to be grateful to be alive and to take advantage of that of your aliveness and take advantage of the fact that you're here and you have so much to accomplish and it's up to you to do that. I also did, I put out a poll on my Instagram talking about, like, what are some things that you guys are grateful for? So, let me go look at that. I know, like, something that I'm grateful for, too, like I said, is I'm not just grateful for, like, for my mental health, but I'm also grateful for the people that I have surrounding me. Because, for you, I feel like that's something that I think a lot of people take for granted is the fact that... They have people they live with. They have people, like, they have family, different stuff. And then I remember when my grandpa was in the nursing home, this is when it really kind of hit me, is there are people, like, especially a lot of older people in the nursing homes that don't have family, don't have people to come see them. So it's very lonely and it's very sad for them. So I'm grateful to have family that loves me and cares about me. As much as I may complain or feel like they don't at times, like, at the end of the day, I know that they're my family and they're going to be there for me. But I makes it's so eye-opening when you go to the nursing homes and you know of different people that don't have a ton of family or don't have any family at all. And it's just, it makes you so grateful and so just thankful to have family. We, like, we are very, like, close-knit for the most part. We pick on each other, all those different things. But at the end of the day, we're there for each other. And it's really sad knowing that there are people out there that don't have that. 
but let me see i look at a couple of my responses one said the great outdoors oh my gosh yes kelly i'm so grateful for the outdoors that was one thing that was super helpful for me with my anxiety was like just go literally going outside and just walking around like they're in like this park near my house just like going outside in nature feeling the like the fresh air looking at all the animals and the birds and like the water and all the different things it was just it's so nice and I feel like a lot of people take that for granted. I know that was something that people took for granted, especially during COVID. I think a lot of people were like, well, we can't go outside, so you're stuck inside a lot more. So when you did get to go outside, you were more grateful for it because you were like, this is like, it's something that people don't have all the time. And another person said from Jackie, she said her support system of my close friends and family and my fit fam community I'm a part of. I love that. It's definitely so important to have a good support system because if you don't have a good support system, you tend to feel down on yourself and you tend to be really just like not in a good mental state. And I think that's one thing I think people forget about is as there is a study. I'm going to go look for it really quick while I'm talking, but it's basically a study that talks about how as you get older... You tend to, like, as you get older, your people become more lonely. So let me go see. Loneliness study. Hold on. I'm just going to pause this for a second while I go Google that. All right. I found something similar to what I was talking about. It says, who is from psychology today? Who is spending the most time alone? They did, like, an American Time Use survey where it says... Um, it's an excellent survey based on a nationally representative sample. Participants are asked in great detail how they spend a 24-hour period of their life starting the previous day. They did the research, blah, blah, blah. They found that older people spend more time alone than younger people. The first answer to the question of who spends the most time alone is that older people spend more time alone than younger people do. Specifically, people under the age of 40 spend about three and a half hours alone. People between 40 and 59 years old spend about four and hours and 45 minutes alone. Whereas people 16 older spend about seven hours alone, if not more. I think it also says people who live alone spend more time alone than people who live with others. Which is, that's me. I'm someone that lives alone. And that's one thing I think that... I took for granted when I was living with people was just like having people around all the time to talk to because I think that's something that I kind of like miss as much as I love living alone to get me wrong love living alone it's great but I think I also miss just like I said the social interactions because I feel like a lot of times I go to work and I just want to talk to people because I don't have that social at home I don't have people to go home and talk to and I feel like people at work, they all live with people. So it's like they don't really understand where I'm coming from. So it's like, I feel like it's very like, um, how am I trying to say? This is something that I took for granted. And now I'm just kind of like, I feel bad that I'm constantly like, I feel like I want to talk to people a lot because I don't have that social interaction. I'm like, a lot. I think people don't realize that it's like my only social interaction a lot of days is at work. And I'm at work eight hours, nine hours a day. So it's like, that's my social interaction for the day. I don't get a ton of social interaction. So it's, it's very interesting. So I'm going back to the report though. This is for 60 and older people. Living with a spouse, they're home, they're usually alone about five hours and 21 minutes alone. Living with a person other than a spouse, seven hours and 46 minutes alone. Living alone for over 60 and older, 10 hours and 33 minutes. 
people who live alone are way more likely to spend all of their waking hours alone which is me i spend a lot of time alone like i said I, it's one of those things so yeah i think i'm gonna finish up this episode here wind it down i'm still kind of getting over being sick my voice is still kind of not fully heat great yet it's getting there it's better than it was but i want to finish this off by saying this episode's all been grateful and I want to, from the bottom of my heart, say how incredibly grateful I am to every single person that has listened to this podcast, whether you reached out to me or not. It means the absolute world to me to know that, like, at least I'm hoping that these episodes and sharing my stories and sharing my what I'm talking about is impacting someone in some way. That's all I've ever wanted from doing this podcast is to just help somebody and to impact people and to just maybe inspire someone else to do something that they've been scared to do because for the longest time I was always afraid of like failing or afraid of like what's going to happen and I feel like this year I've become less afraid I'm still afraid of things don't get me wrong but I feel like I've become less afraid of failing and more afraid of not trying does that make sense like I'm not afraid to fail I'm afraid of not trying and then regretting that I didn't try So yeah, that is all I have for today. If you resonated with this episode, if you liked it at all, please let me know. Go in my DMs. As always, it's in the show notes. Go to find me on Instagram, Twitter, any of those places. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment or review. That would mean so, so much to me just to let me know if you're loving the episodes. And that is all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know what you thought of this crazy, weird kind of thing that i'm trying if you like it should i never do it again (laughs) let me know (coughs) excuse me and on that note i'm gonna get going so thank you and i will talk to you soon bye Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.